This is the time that we all been waiting on. The moment all the naysayers been hating on. See, they've been talking down on us and flexing. It'll take more than that for you to stop a Houston Texan. A lot of teams talking tough and can't back it up. But not the boys on Kirby, so you can pack it up. Reliant Stadium is where you can find us with the whole city of Houston, Texas standing behind us. See, we've been waiting on this one for 10 years. Sacrificing our bodies with blood, sweat, and tears. All right, guys, welcome back to another edition of Texans Unfiltered, a Houston football podcast for your Houston Texans. I am young Ari Gold, and again, am blessed with my co-host, John Wade, the Garnet Texan. John? How's it going? What's going on? What, what a week, huh? Well, we got, I mean... We got concussions, <laughs> uh, seizures, uh, rush back in, NFL investigation, and it was basically, like you said earlier, a glorified preseason game. All you know? for nothing. It's definitely, for as bad as a season as it's been, it's not been a boring season. We've had some boring football games, but all the offseason dr- drama just keeps keeps going. we got another twist and turn. This week, everybody's ca- calling for Bill O'Brien's head over... Don't get me started. Don't over, get me started. Over Savage. Now, granted, somebody messed up really big with Savage. But the fact that we think it was Bill O'Brien is crazy. No kidding. Like, that's crazy. It's not even the Texans. It's the independent. Mm. Right. Neuro- neurological person that is supposed to be rotated, that is supposed to be immune from team pressures. They don't even let them stay with the same team two weeks in a row. But let's be real. The concussion protocol itself is as dumb as it can get. Yeah. I mean, it really is. No? You don't I think mean, so? Well, no. I think it's the dumbest... It is the dumbest protocol possible. It's definitely not there to protect the players. It's there to have plausible deniability. That's all it is. I mean, if you really wanted to protect the, pe- the players... Concussion, out for game. And pay their, in- pay their insurance even and when they're their, retired. Yeah, poor Ryan Shazier. He's yeah. starting to see what that's like. But it is what it is. That was not, that's not O'Brien's fault. This whole attitude in Houston, I don't know where we've come with it, but it's... Like, we all treat Bill O'Brien like he's the president of football operations. He's not. He's the head coach. Houston is one of the more delegated out responsibilities. They're, they're more structured. There is more layers to it. It's not one of the teams that are just dominated by their head coach, as it has been proven over and over and over since he's been here. Now, he has input into things, and I'm sure if he was a part in the blue tent with the neurological consultant, he probably would have talked to Savage and and told him, no, you can't go back out there because anybody watching the game could tell that Savage didn't need to go back out there. Well, and if Bill O'Brien would have saw the hit... If Bill O'Brien saw the he hit, He would not have no gone way. back out there. If, Bill O'Brien's a player's coach. Yeah. He's all about his if players. If he saw him shaking his hands like that, he wouldn't have gone back out but there. But it's against the NFL rules to be able to watch a replay during game unless it's played on the big screen. Right. It's they NFL rule. They can't see it. They can't. And, and where he was at, there's no way that he would have saw that. You're on the far side of the football field. You try and see it. You now, can't. Now, one thing that could have potentially happened, people have pointed out, is the fact that upstairs they have replay. Could they somebody, have seen it? You know, on the, somebody on the staff that was in the booth. Right. Could they have seen it and called down? Maybe. But maybe it was overlooked. Maybe they didn't see it. I mean, there's so many maybes in this that we're ready to just point fingers. It's crazy to me. No, it's whomever he went into the blue tent with. Yeah, I don't, that's I, I, I mean, responsible. That's, that was supposed to be a doctor. That's supposed to be somebody that is way smarter than any of us. Yeah. 
And for whatever reason, he cleared them. But you could even tell as soon as he went back on the field, it was a wasted series. You're like, Tom's not right. Somebody pull him. Yeah. And, I mean, thankfully they did. But blaming it on Bill O'Brien is the wrong person to blame it on. But the, see, but the Houston fan base has to find a reason to not like Bill O'Brien. You know why they don't like him? Because he's a big market coach. He's a New York coach. He's a L.A. coach. He's a guy that's not going to give any shit like Bill Belichick. He's going to give you answers that he just wants to give you that may not make any sense. He's not going to deal with your stupid questions. And he just doesn't care what his public image is. That's Bill O'Brien's persona. And Houston doesn't like that. They like Gary Kubiak. They like the good old buddy from the South, real friendly, open to talk about everything. And Bill O'Brien's just not like that. He's not from here. He's a masshole. <laughs> Look it up. Google it. He admits it, too. He even told it in the little kid's interview. That's what he is. So get over it. He's, he's a top 10 coach in this league. Look at who he's had at quarterback. Now, look what he did for five games with Sean. If that's not enough for you to want to keep your head coach, I don't know what is. And, and the fact I, that Deshaun retweeted a tweet of Ian Rappaport when Ian Rappaport reported that OB wants to be back. Did you see the tweet? Yeah. Yeah, Deshaun says, that's and my I coach. Want o, that's my coach. Or he says, I want OB with me 100. They all hashtag it, that's my coach. Like, yeah. All the players want him back. All, all the do. all the important players they want him back. They asked Clowney about it on Sunday. Clowney wants him back. Yes. And Clowney's at the point where he's pretty much writing his own check because he is our defense right now. Yeah. It's stupid. It is. It's, it's ignorant. I we, get it. He's not perfect by any means. I we really need to extend him so he doesn't become a free agent as a coach. Oh, usually when they don't extend, that's when shit blows up. Yeah. Because he ends up leaving. Because he's yeah. gonna know at that point my worth. Is much higher than this. If he's out, if he's unsigned and he's out on the open market, he's going to get a, a solid contract. He's going to end up like at the Jets or somewhere like that, and we're going to regret watching him walk away. Or he could end up being at New England. We don't know how that's going to play out. We don't know what Bill Belichick's going to do when Tom Brady retires, and after Monday night, that could be happening sooner than what everybody thinks. That four to five year window now starts to look like a one to two year window. You never know. And so. If we let, I've said it before, I've even said it when I was one of those people that thought that maybe Bill O'Brien needed to change the scenery. Yeah. If we let him go, we're going to regret it. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, we, there's... We've been saying it from the beginning. Since we started this podcast, yeah. me and you are, are, are huge Bill O'Brien fans. Huge. We think he's a great coach. I do. I think yeah. he's a great coach. I've always thought he was a great coach. I may not have always thought that he was the right coach for this situation, but... The situation and started he, to turn into into the right situation. You just saw what he did with Deshaun. Yeah. And name a single coach that didn't have a quarterback. That's a, considered a great coach that didn't have a quarterback. Now, part I of can't. it is they find a quarterback that matches them and what they can do. And it, um, Pat Stad always says, unlocks their brain. Yeah. And it's true. And you saw it with Bill O'Brien. You saw it with Watson. You, you can even see it now. Honestly, you see it with Savage. If you Savage isn't executing. Yates isn't out. Yates didn't even execute the way he needed to. But if you watch the receivers and watch how they get into open space, and we're doing it with players that are glorified practice squad players, there's the offense works. Now you need the right person running it, and you put the right person in, like Watson running it, and it's wow. Yeah. No, it's exactly what it is. <clears throat> All right, so let's get into this Tom Savage thing. 
because I'm really bothered by the tweets and the and the Instagram posts and the Reddit posts about oh thank God Tom got hurt now we have Yates. You idiots don't watch football if that's the way that you feel. If you honestly believe that Yates coming in was a and yes he threw two touchdowns yes, but if you honestly think that that's for the betterment of our team, you haven't watched long enough. Yates is the perfect backup quarterback for. He'll get you a score or two. Yeah. He is not a starter. He's, Just yeah. get that through everybody's head. We There's a reason why we were able to pick him up in the middle of the season. We've already been through this dance with Yates. He will come in, and if somebody gets hurt, he'll usually do well that game. He's lightning in a bottle that but game. He never really continues it. Do you remember the game against the Ravens in the playoffs? Yeah. Do you remember who he threw to each time? No. Two interceptions. Oh, Do you know um, who he threw to, though? Who did he throw He's to? He's a Hall of Famer. Oh, um... Possibly the best free safety in the, in the league. <laughs> Except when he came to us. History. Except for when he came to us. Yeah. yeah um, Ed Reed. I blocked his name out. Yeah, Ed Reed. Yeah. Yeah. If you watch a film, there, that, that uh, there's a Bill Belichick, Tom Brady film, where they literally have, like, 15 minutes where they just talk about Ed Reed. And Tom says, you just don't throw that way. You just don't throw that way. That's it. That's all you needed to know, and he threw those picks. Mm-hmm. Yates is just an okay. He's just an okay quarterback. Nothing against. He's not you. even a backup, in my opinion. Like we can't have him as our backup next year. No, he's he's he just is a, lightning he's in the bottle. Guy. If you need somebody in a pinch, um, you need somebody for a, a quarter or two. He's going to move the offense for about two quarters. Even remember two years ago when he came in and he beat the Bengals. Yeah. Skin of his teeth. It was one touchdown. One pass. touchdown pass. And they came out against the Colts team that had the worst defense in the league. Lamed up. Laid a goose egg. And Brandon Whedon came out and lit him on fire. Yep. So, remember what you get with Yates. I now, I understand the quarterback, whoever's the second string quarterback is the most popular person in Houston. Correct. Unless you have Deshaun as your quarterback. Unless Deshaun's playing. <laughs> but, I mean, don't be excited for Yates. It is what it's it is. It's just frustrating that they were, they were advocating for an injury to see Yates. Yeah. And now you see what happens. Like, now you have a guy who forever will be ingrained in our head, raising his hands with his eyes in the back of his head because he got a concussion. Like, it's just stupid. It's ignorant. Don't You don't want to see somebody get hurt. And honestly, Yates isn't better than Tom. He's really not. He's really not. I Tom mean, was getting better every week. You could even see it in, in this game before he got lit up yep. that if a couple of players caught the damn ball... That we would have been in a different spot. Steven Anderson had a bad game. Steven Anderson had a horrible game. Um, DeAndre White had a bad game. Had a bad game. Except for that third down conversion. Yeah, he finally caught Again. one. Again. But he had, a, he had a couple of bad drops when Savage was in. Yeah. Steven Anderson had the worst drop at the worst time. And he would have been off and running. And we also had no run game. Zero. Yeah. Lamar Miller got hurt. He did come back. And then Andre Ellington got hurt. So... Zero run game. Yeah, I mean, and then, what's his face? Lamb came in for one play and got a concussion. Hurt. I honestly don't know what's going on. It's I mean, crazy. It's crazy. Geez. No, it's it's beyond the it's it it's nuts. I, I and there's nothing yeah. that and like everybody's like oh coaching or the training staff like you there's nothing you can do about concussions. Mm-hmm. Like I can understand if everybody went down with the same ankle injury then you, you potentially have something to talk about. 
But we're talking about concussions. You can't prevent those. There's nothing you can do. It's just a weird predicament. There, yeah, we're just cursed this year. I mean, we really are. At least it's, I mean, there's always been something to talk about every week, for better or for worse. But it's funny that people want to, want Bill gone as if the past three years he hasn't accomplished anything. And he accomplished it with pretty much nothing. Right. Like, I understand Vrabel. I don't think the NFL is where you learn how to be a defensive coordinator. So Vrabel's scary, though. I'm worried. I am worried. Vrabel, yeah. I'm I'm, worried. He, for a guy that was so good at coaching linebackers and coaching them all the fundamentals, now that he's as the coordinator, maybe he just can't call plays. I mean, some people just can't call plays. They can design things. They can teach technique. They just can't call plays. Maybe that's him. Maybe that is him, but I can tell you, I mean, the drop-off in BMAC's performance since Vrabel making the switch is a little concerning, but then it's kind of balanced out with the rise in Cunningham and the rise of Cole. So, I, you know, I don't know. I don't. I don't know what it is. But I mean, something needs to be fixed. And Kevin Johnson is sorry. Yeah, there. Kevin Johnson's sorry for every single person oh that thought, "Hey, we can let AJ Bouye go, and Kevin Johnson will fill that role." You're an idiot. Because he's been hurt every season that we've had him. He has not put together enough tape for you to think that that's even possible. Well, it's just true. With Kevin Johnson, he was drafted because we saw this trend of smaller wide receivers that were quick. Yep. And Kevin Johnson, that's what he was drafted for. That was the, that was his responsibility. I just literally looked online before I got on. It was fantasy football, somebody talking about it. Hey, if the team opposes the Texans, has a receiver that can run under a 4-5, pick that player up because they're about to score Buku fantasy points. They're talking about D.D. Westbrook this week. And then it listed every game this week, the receiver, what their 40 time was, and how many fantasy points. And we are just getting shredded by fast receivers. Absolutely shredded. It's... He's not a good corner. I cannot believe the drop-off from last year. We were the number one defense in the league. This year, it's like... I mean, we have nobody on defense. Yeah. We have Jay Joe and, and, but in the, and, and Clowney and BMAC. In the past, it hasn't mattered. In the past, we go out and we get people. In the past, we've been True. able to... take, But not mid-season. Yeah, well, even mid-season. Not really. We've been able to sign players off practice squads. We've been able to find role players. But not that They've it been made able to, the impact that you're thinking. Like well, Demps, that wasn't really a mid, that wasn't mid-season. Everybody has injuries. Everybody no, has injuries. I understand, but we have, ours are piling. No, ours are ours are insane because they've gone after some of our top players. Right. But to still have the drop that we've had. like I, I think we've even lost players that aren't our star players. We've lost right. more, and more I, players than we've anticipated. Right, and every team goes through that. Like, the Niners were the team that had the most players on the IR. And they just, they looked like they had a lot more depth than we did. Well, they also just got a new quarterback. It's kind of like a different... I think it's totally different, in my opinion, comparing the two. I mean... They have a worse record than us, oh, if I'm you just, want to be honest. They do. And they've so, had the most players on the IR. Right. They're but I'm just season. putting... Like, we blame injuries, but injuries do happen. And... We still... Our defense has just been straight sorry. I, I, mean, I, I get what you're saying. We should still I don't, be able to put I don't a, li- a viable think, product on the field. 
it's one thing from us to go from number one to the teens, maybe, with all the injuries. But from us to go from number one all the way to the bottom of the league in defense, the only player that's getting any sort of pressure is Clowney. Only. Cushing hasn't... Cushing's well, been suspended. He some, he and he looked like the second-best defensive player out there. He may actually be okay, by the way. He's probably a better outside linebacker than an inside Based linebacker. Based on his age now, yeah. it may be the best move. I don't know if but, it's $8.5 million better. We'll find out next year, I guess. But for a first game back, he, he looked pretty good. Yeah. I mean, if he... He'd be able to play more downs, too. So. If he continues to play like that as outside linebacker, McKinney, Clowney... I'm not McKinney. Uh, Merciless Clowney and Cushing as our rotation at outside linebacker. That would be pretty solid. But I don't know. But at the same time, he's been suspended. He comes back on. He's our second best player all of a sudden. Yeah. And we were all talking about him being on the downhill. DJ Reader, other than Clowney, had been the only other player that could get any sort of push. And he disappeared. uh, Maybe this game, but DJ Reader is definitely the second best defensive player on our team. He disappeared this past game. He did. But for the rest of the season, it's been Clowney. No, it's, been clown- it's been Clowney and Reader getting all the pressure. But Reader did his job. He stopped all the runs through the middle. None of those runs that were successful were through the middle. They were all outside runs. They were all tosses, switches, and, and, and delays. None of them were in the middle. DJ Reader did his job this game. I'm talking about getting pressure on the quarterback. The DJ Reader's job isn't to do that, though. A nose tackle doesn't do that. That's not what they do. Yes. Their, their job but is he to has the middle been, and stop He them. has been doing it. He's gotten my pressure, whole point, but not sacks. My whole point is the only two players this year that have been consistently getting pressure since Merciless and Watt went out, were Reader and Clowney. This past game, we didn't even get it from Reader. Hmm. I'd have to look and see about the pressures for Reader because I haven't seen a lot of pressures this year from Reader. I've seen him that's do kind of the point. Exactly. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. You're asking a nose tackle to do something that they don't do. I'm not asking them. But you're, I'm pointing you're... it out that that's how ridiculous it is. Okay, I guess. I'm, ma- I'm making my point poorly. Yeah. Reader's job is not to be a pass rush. Correct. Reader is second behind Clowney and oh, generating yes, pressure. Yes, of course he is. Of course he is. But that's because everybody else on our team sucks. Yes, that's fine. Now that makes <laughs> sense. Now that you wrote it out in English, instead of going backwards and spelling something in a dyslexic manner, yes, you are 100% correct. But And he shouldn't be. Right. He should not be. Other than that, though, Reader has ex- – because you said – what confused me was you said our second best player was Cushing. This past game. I don't think so. Reader shut down the run in the middle all game. Okay. He got he, – I, I was being a little hyperbolic. Yes. Reader has been – I'll tell you right now. Reader is probably going to be a top five nose tackle in this league for the yeah, next five yeah. to ten years. You can't I don't, run I don't, in the middle on him. I don't, I don't disagree with you on that. You can't. I'm just saying that – Yes, Cushing, Cushing, Cloudy, whatever. A lot of emotion. I get it. But they, our team sucks, John. Yeah. Our team sucks. Our defense sucks. Our secondary our has can't play. Completely fallen apart. Marcus Williams is the only shining spot in the secondary. Joseph suddenly looks slow. Um. Yeah, but you know he looks slow. But honestly, I feel like Joseph's game has always kind of been that way. He's, he's never been, been the breakaway guy. But he technique wise, he's that good. He's like a tactician. Mm. Uh, and I don't. I don't see a drop-off in, in Joseph's play as of yet. He's still, I think a lot of it has to do with more targets, maybe, towards him. But people, I, He's not getting the same respect that he used to. No. And But there's no pass rush either. Yeah. And I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't blame it on Joseph. Maybe it is just our safeties. I don't really know. Oh, yeah. I think sucks that, again. 
I think that Marcus all of a sudden, Gugas, your boy, he sucks. Yeah. We were wrong. He sucks. Yeah, he was doing better. He's too short. When when there was a, a little bit of a pass rush, Hal and Gilchrist are okay. Yeah, so maybe next year they'll be fine. When there's no pass rush, they're horrible. I don't like Gilchrist in the box. I don't either. And I, I definitely don't like Hal in the box. I was just sitting there watching. It's like, I can't... My whole thought the whole game was like what I would have... There's only like a handful of players the Texans have left walk that... I really think that they should have kept. Yeah, Glover Quinn is one of them. Glover Quinn and Swearinger. Oh uh, yeah, I would agree with Swearinger a lot actually. <laughs> if we had put, if we had Quinn and Swearinger against the Niners. Yeah, Swearinger is he's oh, definitely yeah. turning it on too. And Boye, he looks really I don't, good. I don't, I, I miss Boye. I, I wish that we had signed him. I at this point, I wish we had franchised, franchised him. Yeah, he'd be worth it. But yeah, he would be. He worth would it. be worth it. But. And we pursued him, so I don't put him on the list of players that I think that we should have pursued a little bit harder. We sure. straight up cut Swearinger. That was it. Was it was dumb? It was dumb. Well, they looking he, back now, it was dumb. Yeah, they, at they the thought, time, I think we all kind of agreed. Well, he the, had fear, that, the fear was he was going to be a bad influence on Clowney. I don't even think it was Clowney. I think it was just a general too, though. Yeah. Well, it was right after his dog bit yeah, Clowney. Yeah. So, honestly, though, Swearinger is a hard worker, and if you go watch the Redskins game, if you had his presence in our secondary, oh, he's a thumper. Yeah, and he's more disciplined now. And him and Josh Homer are best you, friends. If you poured, if you had paired him with uh, Glover Quinn, oh, and in the same secondary, even right now, we would be beyond fine. Absolutely. And yeah, we, we gave up on Swearinger too quick. Mm-hmm. We gave up on him too quick. Uh, yeah, offensive. Our 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 needs next season going into off season, in no particular order, are offensive line, corner, safety. That's it. Pretty much. I'm not worried about the wide receivers. I'm not worried about the running backs. I'm not worried about our middle linebackers. I'm not worried about our quarterback. I am worried about the safeties. So basically the whole secondary is an issue. Secondary and another defensive end. Uh, if we can, yeah. I, I, I like Co- I liked Covington. But he's just getting better every year. He, he has been, and he's a great role player. And he's a great run stopper. But just somebody else for that rotation. Yeah, maybe like depth. Maybe a third or a fourth round pick. Um, I mean, it would have be three... lower, but it's definitely on, on, on my list. Yeah, I mean, if you could upgrade the position, do it. I mean, we're going to have, I think, $67 million in cap space. So We, we should act... be able to address all of our needs. We should have a pretty exciting free agency period because with should... our draft position and with our cap room, and we now have a franchise quarterback, we all believe, under a rookie deal. And we need no wide so receivers. So this is, we don't need receivers. We need none. We don't need skill players, need which usually... Well, we may. We may need a skill tight end. Might need a tight end. But we definitely need a blocking tight end. Yeah, but you don't play. You don't have to pay tight ends like you have to pay receivers. No, Delaney Walker's free agent this year. That would be interesting. He'd be perfect. But I don't know. It's going to be really interesting. All right, so I, let's get into the game. The game's awful. Yeah, I love football and I love watching football, but this is the first time in my entire life where I've just wanted to hit fast forward. Has it become a chore to you? It's no, it's not a chore. I'm like, is it like it. something you have to do now instead of something you're excited to do? I can, I understand that sentiment. I've seen a lot of people with it, but I mean, it's still football. I still, I still love, love it. watching them. But for me, it's almost been more. You watch it, something good happens, and then it's a, this feeling like who's about to get hurt. Yeah. So I mean, the game was bad. It was bad in all facets. Yeah. Um, I, I really hate that Tom got hurt. I really do. I, 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 you know, I had an argument with a guy the other day 
I think Tom Savage, if, if this concussion thing goes away and he's okay, I do think he'll sign for good money. I think just his progression each week is enough for people to say, if we can give this guy a solid line, he can make things happen. No. I, I don't know where it'll be, but I do think he's going to get signed. Yeah, somebody's going to pay him too much money. Maybe. Uh, and he'll, Maybe too much money. Yeah, he'll be – he could definitely be an average quarterback in the NFL. He has an above-average arm. He has gotten quicker with his decisions. He's gotten quicker playing. That's kind of how you knew that he wasn't right after concussion because it slowed down again. Um, he is still going to continue to be up and down, I think, because I think that's just him. Really? Yeah. But he's capable of putting together a couple. He's capable of putting together a string of throws that just make you go, "Wow!" And arm talent's never been the issue. Yeah, and he got let down by his receivers this week before getting let down by his offensive line. Yeah, that offensive line is a joke. Yeah, like I know Pat and and Cleve keep talking about Suafilo is is not as bad as everybody makes. No, he's bad. Well, they're all bad. They're all bad. So maybe that. I think him. Martin's just tired. I, I agree. He, I think he's worried. I think he's just been carrying the line. Yeah. I agree with several people that have pointed out that he's tired because he looks tired. Yeah. Well, coming um, back from an injury and all that, you know, I it's, can, it's I can hard s- to get stay in the football. Suofilo will put together a, maybe a drive or two where you get your hopes up because he does have the capability to straight maul people. But then he'll do things like – or he just pretty much lets the rusher in. And the it's kind of like, what, what is going on? The run game is awful because of our offensive line. Mm-hmm. It's not our running backs. No. Well, I mean, right right now... Jeff Allen, a tackle actually looked okay, though. He, again. He looked like man's... He hurt again. Well, he looked like man's playing guard. Like, yeah. he's serviceable, but he's not going to get any... He's serviceable in the he's passing game, but there, he's not enough... There's no push there for the running game. He's not game. big enough. Yeah. So that's why we can't run, but they were fine. Strangely enough, they were actually fine pass blocking. Do you know why we don't run to the outside? Right now, because we don't have any decent tackles. I, I, I just, we haven't even tried. <laughs> like well, this run yeah. through up the middle all the time stuff, it's just like, it's, Lamar's fast. Like He is. Get him in space. And it, it's one of those strange it's, things where like, I don't get it. the runs that work are because the ends collapse. And the space opens up in the middle. Right. More so than actually even blocks. It's just because of the way everybody's going. Sure. Um, if you just... It's I mean, you watch it, and I, I, I think the same time, but at the same time, I don't think that either one of the tackles, I don't think Brino or currently Jeff Allen could keep the defensive end. Well, typically on an outside run, though, you would bring you could bring the guard outside. I don't know if Mance is... I know... I well, your know. boy Suofilo. I mean, I if he's call that him good... My boy. <laughs> well, according to everybody else, he's not that bad. If he's that good, why not bring him outside for an outside run? As we do more... push. Because you don't... We don't typ- run outside runs. We, we don't, don't typically... We haven't ever. We, we run more zone blocking schemes. That's more of a man blocking scheme. Right. And... I'll tell you what. Still, you know what you... What... The Jags should do to the Texans every play next week. What's that? Run to the outside. <laughs> That's all they should do. Yeah. I wouldn't even throw the ball. 
I would just toss it every time. Fournette, Ivory, Fournette, Ivory. Ivory to the left, Fournette to the right. Because we can't stop an outside run if we want to. No. It goes back to the Baltimore game. We can't stop it. And Carlos Hyde was making us look pretty stupid at times. He was. Um, again, the only player that can do anything is Clowney. And, and that wide receiver is yeah. making us look stupid, too. What's his name? Marcus, Marcus Godwin. DeAndre was making people look stupid, too, though. He even got a corner benched. Yeah. Well, DeAndre is... DeAndre's playing like a man possessed right now. Which is... He's actually probably the best part of the season, all things considered. He is... Any hesitation we all had about signing him to that contract is is gone. He's definitely the second best receiver, without a doubt. It's between him and Antonio Brown, who's the top receiver. I think he's better than Antonio. I, you know, I guess it's just different situations, but because of the situations, like if it was fourth and and five, or you, it was fourth and goal, and you needed a touchdown, I'm going DeAndre. Yeah, because I know he's going to catch it, and I know he's going to keep his feet. Well, up. Let, this for me, this would be my tiebreaker. I would actually go Antonio Brown if it's Big Ben and Big Ben's healthy throwing it. If it's any other quarterback, I'd go Hopkins. Well, we don't know that though. That's, I mean, Antonio, I mean, Landry Jones, like, that's really it. We've had two right. quarterbacks to base our opinion on for Antonio Brown. Exactly. And <laughs> he does fair. phenomenal with Roethlisberger. No, I get that, but that's a huge drop-off. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, You're part talking of, about a scrub to makes, a Hall of Famer. Part of what makes Antonio Brown so good, though, is he understands how Ben Roethlisberger Yes, thinks. don't get me wrong. I that's agree. That's part of that relationship. Hopkins has never had that relationship so with Brady quarterback. So if Brady was still Antonio Brown, you wouldn't feel confident in Antonio Brown? No, I still would, but I'd rather have Hopkins. With Brady? Yeah. I don't know. So, yeah. They throw a lot of inside slants and stuff. Antonio Brown has the breakaway speed compared to DeAndre to take You need a five-yard gain, going back to your example. Oh, if we were going to my example, yeah, yes. yeah. I'm saying if we were putting him in with Brady and what Brady does, I would definitely take Antonio over Hopkins. If we have five yards to go... Oh, I will take DeAndre. Hopkins with any quarterback. I all 32. But I would take Brown if he had Roethlisberger throw on it to him. Hmm. For just the five-yard game. I think DeAndre is a better wide receiver. Like, if you were to break down what makes a wide receiver, I think he's a better route runner. Mm-hmm. I think he has better hands. I think he has better, uh, what would the word be? Balance, I guess. <laughs> to be able to know where he's at at all times and drop his feet before, where he needs to put it. Uh, that that outside throw that that post route with that with the throw to th- from yeah. Tom. First of all, for everybody that clowns on Tom, but yet you give Hopkins all this credit, it's crazy to me. It, it's crazy that we give Tom no credit for any of these. We give DeAndre all the credit in the world, <laughs> but we give the guy that throws the ball zero credit. That's that's crazy because DeAndre wasn't doing this last year. How do we not give Tom any credit? That 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 was in a bucket on that post round. Right. That was dropped straight in the bucket. Honestly, Tom's best quality is he gives is he trusts Hopkins. Like he will just throw it up more so than probably any quarterback that we've ever had and just let Hopkins go make a play. Now Watson was just is just better. Yeah, but I don't know. That deep ball is pretty, man. Tom's, 
Tom can throw Tom's the got ball. A pretty deep ball, dude. Yeah, he can throw the ball. I mean, deep. Like, if he's throwing deep, I, I don't know if I'd rather have Deshaun throwing deep. Like, if you look at all those, like, what? Besides the Chiefs touchdown, Hopkins is pretty much open every time. Well, what I would take Watson for is just his um, his sixth sense against the Chiefs. Agreed. Like, agreed, agreed. Changing agreed. the ball from hand to Not hand. Not saying Tom taking is the Deshaun step, at all. Taking Not the step saying up it. to make Don't that Don't even try throw. to put that in my – I'm not saying that. <laughs> all I'm saying is, is if I had a choice of a deep ball – If you're just taking the throw If itself, I'm taking a deep ball throw, I think I'd take Tom. That's probably the only part <laughs> of it I would take. But he has a beautiful deep ball. He does. He really he, does. He can't throw the ball. He, he's got a. He, he's just got a great release, and he's got power on the ball. He knows how to float it. Uh, he's a. He's he's a. He's very accurate. And deep. you know, you put, Deshaun's amazing. Don't get me wrong. I. You honestly put Savage on so. a team that has an above average offensive line. We said from the beginning, you put him on Dallas. I bet he's outperforming. You put Jack. him on Tennessee. He does better than Mariota. Right now, Mariota yeah. can't throw the ball. Right now, I would agree. You put him, hell, you put him in Oakland and he'd outperform Carr right now. Carr has lost him, all accuracy. You put him in Cleveland with Josh Gordon. They have a good offensive line. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he'd be okay. Corey Coleman, now he's, Josh Gordon, and then that tight end, Najoku. Mm-hmm. He's not going to go win the Super Bowl or anything, no. but I think he's going to actually have a pretty decent career. I do too. I think so too. And he'll have a better career than Case. Those are big words right now, man. <laughs> Those are big words right now. Case went against a good defense this week. Yeah. Case took a step back. They kept it pretty competitive, though. Yeah, he also that was picks. He did. He, people throw picks. I get it. I get it. Deshaun throws picks. I know. I know. But I'm just saying, that was definitely his worst game this year. It was. Case Keenum's going to most like like, If Case Keenum is not playing in the NFC Championship this year, I will be surprised. That Vikings well, now that Philly, Now that Philly's out, it's yeah. almost guaranteed. It'll probably be – I don't think they will, though. I think it'll be Carolina-Seattle. You think it'll be Carolina-Seattle? Really? Yeah. Really? I do. I don't know about that. Seattle's just a playoff team. It's just the way they are. It's the way they're built. Even without Sherman, even without Cam, I, I just think that – Russell Wilson is playing at an all-time high right now. Yeah. And he's so fun to watch. And it's funny. I hated Russell Wilson before we got Deshaun. Now I understand why everybody thinks he's so good. He's a magician. I never hated Russell. And I think Carolina gets their offense together. But, I don't know. He's, I can, I can see that happening. I still think it's going to be the Vikings in the NFC Championship. I hope you're right, because I want to see Minnesota um, in the Super Bowl. I don't know who they're going to play against. The Panthers are scary. If The Saints are scary. The Saints, the Saints are, are very scary. The Saints are really good. And they're not even, and Drew Brees isn't even throwing it. No, it's Alvin Kamara, but he also got hurt. Yeah. I lost my fantasy league because of that. But NFC is a fun, fun division this year. Um, AFC, on the other hand, the Jaguars' defense is just ridiculous. They're going to scare some teams in the playoffs. When you get 10 years in a row, top watched, five picks. Did you watch that Seahawks game? Yeah. Yeah, I watched it from beginning to end. Orioles def- looks fine. That defense is defense is scary as shit. But Bortles is the is the is what everybody is saying is the issue. He had a hell of a game against Seattle, and he's just got to be competent. He looks very confident. He's even talking confident. Yeah, I mean Bortles. 
there's a reason why he got drafted so high. He he's pretty much if you yeah. wanted a prototypical one up. Yeah. He's the same mold as Big Ben. What's always been with him is he forgets his mechanics. Yeah. And he's had spurts though where he remembers his mechanics and he look and he can look like a pretty decent passer. I'd love for the Jags to win the Super Bowl. I wouldn't. Oh, I would. If I could pick one team to win the Super Bowl this year, it'd be the Jags. So that way next year when we whoop their ass, we're whooping the <laughs> Super Bowl champion Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I don't know. Our team sucks. This is a rough game. I don't know if it's going to get better this year. It's not. We're going to lose out. <laughs> right now, Cleveland has his first and sixth pick. I honestly think... First and sixth, John. Yeah. First and sixth. The fight went all out of us at the end of this game. Yeah. So Cleveland's going to get two very, very good picks. They're going to get two top ten picks. But there's no there's no sense on harping on that. No, it's okay. It, I just I hope mean, they don't fuck it up. Yeah. Well, we, it was like... They better take Rosen and Donald. Just, yeah. to, just it, to ensure they hit on one. It would take both those picks and probably two more picks to, stri- to trade for Watson straight up. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. There's no use in crying over the picks. It sucks. I still think we should have just waved Osweiler instead of trading him. Um, I still think that, that the reason they traded him is they really thought that they were going to make a run at Romo, and it didn't happen. I also think that that opened the door for Deshaun, though. Yeah. and I, mean, I I'm think go- without that deal, I, I, we probably would have ended up giving up a second anyways. For Watson? For Watson. You think so? Yeah. But, oh well, it worked out, and I wouldn't, I honestly wouldn't, I would rather have Watson than most of those picks. Yeah. So, I mean, what do we expect for the rest of the season? Hmm. What are your thoughts? I mean, we're not going to see, so Yates is starting this week, that's already been announced. Yeah, this is not going to be a fun game to watch this weekend. Really? You don't think so? It's. I think we win. I don't know why. I don't know why. I I just think we win. I think it's one of those games where Bill O'Brien has... His team coached up, ready to go. Like, hey, this is—he's not. Bill O'Brien is not one of those guys that typically loses a lot of division no. games. No, but there's so much parity in the NFL that it's little things. It's the mentality. It's the only sport where it really matters how bought in the players are week to week. Um, you yeah, can you can coast through co- you can coast through baseball. Yeah, but. Heck, they can coast through basketball and just be better athletes and win. With the NFL, because they are so close, it's what team wants it more. And I think that we're going to get a couple of games from out of them where well, the, Texans are, the Texans are going to play pissed off and they're going to sneak one out. But I think after, getting, after this game against the Niners, I don't think this game against the Jaguars is going to be it. I think that the steam is just out of them right now because so it's just ridiculous game, on how many injuries if we're you had to with. pick a game for them to win which one would it be it's too long of a pause for a podcast John no it'll probably be the uh, the Steelers game yeah. that's the one I would want yeah that's it's the it's, the, it's the it's the lull game that nobody everybody's gonna have us written off and the Steelers just don't play well on the road it's a, day, always, it's a day road game, yeah. so it's a nationally televised game that nobody will be paying any attention to. 
And I think that's the game that the Texans are going to sneak out. I think we'll sneak out one more. I just don't know which one. I would like for it to be the Steelers game, just so that way some they don't get a, they don't clinch or get home field or whatever yeah. it would be. I just don't like that team. Um, but keep in mind, for as miserable as the season has been, for as many injuries as we've had and as many losses as we've had, we really didn't get blown out. We were in every single game. No, I know. That's what's crazy. Yeah. This is one of those where all the like stat heads this season is that the return to normal. What 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 do you, what do they call it? Because we've won more games the past two years based on point differentials. This is kind of the catch up year. Oh, what there's a there's a term for it. But that's pretty much what's happened. We've played close games and we usually and we for two years in a row. We always won the close games. So this year we're going to lose all the close games. And it kind of... It, oh, man. It's, it's been a rough year. What a year it's for a us to start a podcast. I know, right? Hey, at least we had a lot to talk about. We did have a lot to talk about. We still got three more games. Got the whole offseason. Got a lot to talk about. Hey, did you know that an NFL coach is... An NFL coach... His job is not to motivate its players. Really? Did you know that? According to Marvin Lewis. Oh, man. His job is to not motivate his players. That's not his job. That's not his responsibility, according to him. In his defense, I'm pretty sure if we asked every single NFL coach, we would get 32 different job descriptions. Yeah, I just have a feeling like maybe there'd be two coaches that would say it's not their responsibility to motivate. He may be the only one that actually says that. Right. Uh, I'm just, I'm reaching for a defense He's got to be gone this year. Yeah. Right? Is Pagano gone? Yes. You think so? Yes. Pagano has to be gone. How many I mean, games have they won, too? Yeah. Oh, gonna I like so Chuck weird. as a person. Who? And I, or Chuck Pagano as a person. Oh, yeah. But. Chuck's strong. Yeah, like he dude. seems like he's a really good guy. Yeah, and that's probably why he's gotten an extra year. Sure, but now that he's he's not going to be around, I hope and pray that our team doesn't get stupid and keeps Bill O'Brien. Do you think they could? Do you think that there's chance? Like I read today that Mike Lombardi expects the Texans to fire Bill there's, O'Brien. There's these rumors every year, though. No, but this... No, this is... It's only been two years now. This last year was... At the end of the season, there was rumors. And the rumors were actually that Bill O'Brien would leave the Texans. Bob McNair dismissed that day he would fire Bill O'Brien in the wild card. pretty sure the year before... Two years in? That's that's usually not the case. There was already talk so that Bill O'Brien and Rick Smith weren't getting along, and that's why he was looking to leave. No, that was last year. And then that was all of last year. That's everything last year. Uh, no, the the friction so. had started earlier. I don't think so. The I, whole Brock I, thing is what started everything. I thought it was the uh, the Mallet thing. No. No. The Brock thing started it all. I was pretty sure that it started with Mallet. That's when they first stopped getting along because Bill O'Brien wanted to cut Mallet right away, and Smith left oh, him on the roster. Oh, they had a disagreement, for yeah. sure. But I don't think, I don't think there were, I never saw rumors that they wanted to let him go. But last year, Bill O'Brien was rumored to leave our team. Yeah. 
now Mike Lombardi, who's close to Bill O'Brien. Like, well, they really both have close a, with Bill O'Brien. They both have a background with the Patriots. Says that the Texans could fire Bill O'Brien. They just, they can't be that dumb. That would really, that would really put a, that would really, first it would, it would really piss me off. Not that anybody would care that I'm pissed off as a fan, but all that would do would hurt Deshaun's development. Yeah. That is the wrong decision to make. You at least give Bill O'Brien another year with Deshaun. If anything, restructure. You put Rack back. Yeah. If he wants to be back. If Rack wants to, if Rack wants to coach, you put him back. Hopefully, Rabel, I actually hope Rabel can fall upwards somewhere like somebody hires him to be like a head coach or something or or overpays him to be a defensive coordinator after this year that's gonna be very hard I, you know that's, that's gonna be that's what very I'm kind of, hard that's what I'm kind of hoping that's like starting you can't demote him. teams coach to head coach because <laughs> you can't demote him that's the problem uh, but would it be you, a demotion but you can't or you gotta be, demote him or fire him or unless it's it's all the, I mean to the media it could look that way but it could be really all right, look, this year, Rack DC, your linebacker's coach, but you're working with Rack every day for this entire year to understand what he does, understand his scheme, and understand how to implement it your way. That's the thing. I just, I don't know. I think Vrabel has to be. I'd be fine with firing Vrabel. Yeah. Too. I really would be. Yeah, our defense is trash this year. But I, I can't I just, remember I don't think that it, I don't think that it's worked out. Vrabel. I think that what's his face, the guy we brought over from the Colts, the uh, VP of Pro Scouting. Yeah, well, I uh, Jimmy Ray the third or something, something like that. Uh, yeah. Something something the third. Sure, sure. He needs to go. Every single one of his players that he's brought in has been trash. Oh, well, Lamar Houston. Uh, you know, we shouldn't have let him go. No, we shouldn't have. We should have kept him. But the players that, that he brings in, like Todman and all them, they haven't they, they haven't done anything. But Marcus Williams got brought in because he had a history with us. And I think I think he's going to be depending on the next three games. I think he could be on this roster next year. Yeah, he should be. We're going to have to sign Bruce this offseason. Mm-hmm. I hope we do. I hope we don't think that Braxton is our answer. Well, we and just, we let Bruce walk. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully we keep both of them. Well, just, we'll keep Braxton. Yeah. There's no reason to not. Well, spend. just for that depth. Like, I think that Bruce shouldn't be too expensive. No. You keep Hopkins, you keep of course you keep Hopkins, but have Hopkins, have Fuller, have Bruce, have Braxton Miller, and then both keep both Bur- um, Irvin and Ellington, because they can both play receiver or running back. Oh, you keep Andre. Yeah. You keep- God, this is turning into an off-season podcast. We're bad. That's yeah. how bad our team is. Without even thinking about it, we go into the off-season. I know, right? It's brought up like five times tonight. And then with Foreman, Blue, and Miller... Oh, blue back. Blue's back. Yeah, blue for special teams. Isn't he a free agent next year? They'll keep him. He's one of those players that they'll keep. But yeah, he's a free agent. Huh. He's just... I'd be fine with keeping blue. Well, actually, you De- know what? Deontay's not going to be back there next year. Foreman? He should be back. And Achilles? Yeah, he should be back. All the reports said he'd be back by... Um, I think he'll start on the PUP. He might. But he'll be back at some point next season. He should be ready for the beginning of this, or he and should be ready for preseason. But I don't think that activated him off PUP because it takes a little bit. But he should be back. But he won't be the same. 
One can hope and pray. Oh, Lord. I'm depressed now. I know, right? Jeez. All right, well, what a game. What do you So you expect the Jags to dominate us on Sunday? Oh, yeah. Like, bad. Oh, yeah, I, it's going to be bad. Okay. I hope you're wrong. I, I hope, hope I am, too. Them. I hope we make them the Glitter Kitties again. I, I mean, that nothing make me happy. Hey, I'm glad Savage isn't starting this week, though. Yeah, this would be bad. Because he would have got hurt. No who, who are we going to sign as our... Oh, we're just going to bring up Heineke, I would assume. I'd assume. That's the only thing we can do. They're not going to sign a quarterback tomorrow. They didn't even try one out. I'm actually amazed that they haven't signed one yet. We haven't signed anybody yet, which Maybe is... Maybe they think Savage will be okay to be the backup. There's no way. I Cause not. Yates is I gonna doubt get, it. Yates is going to get hurt. Oh, yeah. Against that offensive line? Or, I mean, with our offensive line? Yeah. Calais Campbell's going to have a day. Yeah, Yates is a dead man. Ugh. I hate to say it. At least we're going to see Star Wars before the game. Mm-hmm. So that works. We'll be in a good mood coming out of theater. So excited. Stoked. Wondering. What's Star Wars happen. is getting phenomenal reviews. I Oh, already? Oh, yeah. See, I don't read that stuff. because I, I, have, I haven't read any I of them. All, I've read all, is the, all I've read is the headlines. Have you seen the Avengers Infinity War trailer? Yeah, that looks pretty cool. Oh, it looks amazing. We might just have to take like a, maybe, a maybe month we start and just our talk own about po- movies. Maybe we start our own podcast, Movies and Music. There you go. Pop I want to do some music. I want to do some music stuff with this podcast. I I don't listen to music anymore. <laughs> yeah. <'cause, laughs> what has happened to me? I don't listen to music. Oh, man. All right. Anything else, John? No, I'm done. You're done. Okay, John's about to go hang himself. Uh, all right, guys. Unfortunately, I'm sorry this turned into an off-season podcast when we didn't mean for it to. We didn't know what else to do. Let me be honest with you. We couldn't talk about that San Francisco game for 45 minutes. Uh, as usual, find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Store, Amazon Music, uh, and anywhere else you can find your podcast typically, Stitcher. Uh, search Texans Unfiltered. Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at TXNS underscore unfiltered. Uh, you can stop by and visit the website at www.texansunfiltered.com. You can find all of our outlets there. Uh, it's just a temporary site right now, so don't worry. And I guess that's it. This is Young Ari Gold signing off for Texans Unfiltered. We'll catch you guys next week. When they had our backs up against the wall and said that we couldn't stand the pressure, we still got it done, man. When they said the clock was winding down and it wasn't enough time to get it done, we still got it done, man. Now it's our time to shine, it's our time to keep it 100. So we gonna go out here and show them how true we are, baby.